also dry. And they explode like dust. Suck my balls, suck my balls. You must suck my golf balls. Mommy? Yes? Suck my balls. You got a lot of growing up to do, buddy. Suck my balls. Sorry I'm different, but you can just suck my clit and my balls. You know what? You know what? That one. <laughs> suck my clit and balls. I don't have to suck your balls. Before this day is over, you will suck my balls. Suck my balls, fat ass. I will. I will suck your balls, cow. And I will get down on my knee and I will suck your balls. I'll suck them dry, cow. Suck my balls, cow. Well, excuse my French, Mrs. Marsh, but you can suck my fat, hairy balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. Suck my big balls in your hairy butt balls. Suck my hairy butt balls in your What is that? It's my balls! Hot damn it, cousin! How would you like to suck my balls? What did you say? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Actually, what I said was... How would you like to suck my balls, Mr. Garrison? Holy shit, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Suck My Bass, Suck My Bass, My Bass, My Bass, Suck Suck My Balls, a South Park review. I, of course, am your host in the scene where the air is clean and I light up that green. Your boy, M.S.G. We've been on a long journey. We continue to go on this journey that is... South Park each and every week. I don't try to do this alone. There are the few times which I do. But most times not. Just like this week. Because he's coming back. After a month out from the podcast. Making them stacks. Making them clack. Titties clap. Ladies and gentlemen. My boy. What's happening? He's back. He's back, everybody. He's back. He's back. Remember, Scoop. Remember. <laughs> See, that's a good line in this episode, which we'll get to. But like, as we were discussing, ladies and gentlemen, before the podcast started, we were like, this is a good episode, but it's also kind of like a throwaway episode because even yeah. Stan talks about this at the end, like just the, the outro lines of what he said. Our parents have done some really stupid things, but this is really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of the premise of this whole episode as we'll get into but normally as well as i was joined last week in the previous episode of south park suck my balls review with mr joe he's not here so joe this one uh you know as we've been doing i don't know i keep mixing it up for you uh, we've been scoopy been gone you know months so like i've been playing with scoops uh joe's like music mm-hmm. It'll, you know we have the toto you, you know you're aware of that of course right yeah yeah i mean you're you've been here for um, don't piss me off. <laughs> don't piss me off. And then we added, uh, you know, which I kind of gave you a little preview on the other recording we were fucking around with. We got some Shale Crow. You know, every day okay. is a winding road. <laughs> for Joe, it really is a fucking winding road. <laughs> oh, shit. That's actually pretty funny. Uh, all right. We love you, Joe. Get better. Feel yeah, better. we love you, Joe. You probably hung over or something. Joe, yeah. on the last podcast, when you're listening to this, ladies and gentlemen, we actually recorded this back-to-back days. So when we rec- when I recorded with Joe the previous episode, on that specific day, it was like his roommate's friend. Uh, I think his name was Mr. Fuji. Uh, he, he goes by. Uh, he's a wrestler. 
And like, he knew who I was. So he listened to our podcast. So shout out to you, bro. He was like, Oh, you're the guy from the podcast. And I was like, like, he shook my hand. I was like, Oh, thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like a little taken aback. I was like, Oh, thank you. I was like, Oh, I'm sure bro, you're wrong. Well, yeah, thank you. So yeah, shout out to you, bro. You're awesome. Uh, he was a cool guy, but he was, I bet you Joe got really messed up on his birthday. So that's probably why Joe's not here and that's okay. That's but okay. you know what? It's, you know, it's not okay. And what's not funny. Scoop. Hmm. Child abduction. Child abduction is not funny or cute. No. Or cute. It's also the title of South Park's episode from season six, episode 11. That's Mm. what you in here. Suck my balls. Get my bad. 93. Get my bad. Also, like, uh, yeah, we're happy to have you here. We're happy you're listening. Please check out our podcast providers, partners, whatever you want to call them. Homie Media Group, Rat Sound Review, and the R&R Pod Network. You can also use our code SUCKMYBALLSPOD and check this out, Scoop. Now they bumped up our percentage. Now they're giving, get this, 20% off. Oh, nice. 20% off, people. So use our code SUCKMYBALLSPOD at thebakeboysclub.com. Mm. Not just a brand. It's like a lifestyle guy. It's a lifestyle guy. Yeah, lifestyle guy. So let's talk about child abduction here. So the synopsis for this episode, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. I was talking with Darren and Darren was like, man, that's like a kind of a hard topic, isn't it? To cover on the podcast. I was like, it is, but it also isn't because right. this episode, it really isn't even like so much over the top about child abduction. It's more about just the satirization that the media makes and then how the parents react to it. Mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. In essence, over the topness. Out- Right. And we'll get more into it, of course, but, you know, they go from wanting to, uh, I guess you might say, protect their children to putting them in harm's way. And we're going to go through all that. Well, maybe not harm's way, but what they believe to be harm's way. So Mm -hmm. Child Abduction is Not Funny is the 11th episode of season six, the 90th overall episode of South Park. It aired on July 24th, 2002. In an effort to protect their children from kidnappers, Scoop, the parents hire the owner of Hello, hello, praise, take out a praise, take a walk, restaurant to build the Great Wall of South Park. <laughs> I just like you. I drive slow and I own the shitty walk. <laughs> That's a great cup. I do have that here later on. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, so with the media now full of school shootings, terrorist deaths, and child abductions, doesn't that sound similar to what 2021 is, too? 2020? Yeah. Yeah, like basically between 2017 and now, pretty much (laughs) on the dot. On the dot? And as we record this, I shouted this out on the last episode when it debuted the Free Hat episode, which I I recorded that one solo. I was like, well, when you listen to this, it's going to come out on September the 8th. So, you know, shout out to you. Uh, we are recording this on September 11th. So once again, we salute you, people, mm-hmm. of September 11th. Never forget. Where were you? Will's Towers, Bill. That is up next on next week's episode. <laughs> 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 They're trying to get their candy. So, yes, we will be coming up. And it is a nice little segue there to say if you have missed any of our reviews or want to catch up, you can just look up Suck My Balls, a South Park review on Spotify Apple, Google Play, and Amazon. I'm only pointing those four right now because I know those are our top amounts, but they're everywhere. And, uh, you know, we got, when we got, uh, so we hit almost hit like the, we basically hit the 100 hour storage mark on, on our provider speaker. So we had, nice. to go, we, I mean, no, not really because we had to pay. Oh, more. never mind. Yeah. I mean, it is and it isn't. Like we had to pay more, but in doing so, it unlocked more like geopolitical graphics and locations of people. Like we got people listening to us mm. in Japan. 
and nice. Japan, and like, I'll go through all the lists. There's a lot. It's crazy. That's uh, awesome, though. Yeah, Shout great. out to my Japan and Africa listeners. Like, What's up? Two people in Japan. So those two people on the last podcast, we appreciate you. We appreciate you a lot. And all and everybody there. We appreciate you as well. But of course, our main source did look like it came from the United States as well. So USA. But so step up, UK and Australia. Where are my UK and Australia peeps at? Let your yeah, I want, I want some Australians in there, yo. What's up? I mean, there is there is some Australians, but we need more. We need more. We need more. So tell your peoples, tell your friends, make a flyer. Do us some do us a favor. Help us out. Yeah, so help it's, us out. Let's come together right now over me. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's start the episode here. The media, as we mentioned, full of school shootings, terrorist threats, and child abductions. The parents of South Park grow concerned about the safety of their children. So this episode starts with Tweak. He's watching the news scoop. He's freaked out by the media reports. And his parents call him in to the kitchen. Here, Tweak, have some coffee. And they, hey, go over hey, the, him they go over the fact with them that, hey, you know, there's a lot of media reports and socialism, you know, kids being abducted, Tweak. And we just want to make sure that, you know, you are aware that you know, in the event of a you know kidnapping or an abduction or someone enters our home, that you don't let anybody in the house unless it's your mom or dad or don't let anybody in your room unless it's your mom or dad. Tweak says he understands. So he goes to bed. Now, when he goes to bed, he wakes up and he's got the window open and thus Tweak freaks out a little bit here. I want you to very calmly but quickly walk to the door and come out to us. Oh my God. Oh, oh, Jesus, see me through this. <laughs> Bang, you're dead, Tweak. What? You failed the test, son. Didn't I tell you not to open the door for anybody except your mother and I? Oh, God, oh, Jesus. What if that had been a child abductor pretending to be a police officer, Tweak? He would have sprayed your brains all over the floor and then taken your body off to the woods. Hey, <laughs> boom! But your brains have been splattered all over the floor, Tweak. Yeah, no, they were. They, it definitely was not a. I wouldn't say a fun situation for Tweak to wake up to, where you a think your window is open and you're being attacked by someone or someone's attempted assault on you, and then you. You know, we're believed or you're thought to believe that um, specific types of government agencies, that being police officers, are there to help you. So as a kid, you open that door and innocently enough, and you would have been blown away. It was a little dark for the parents to do that. Um, yeah, that, that, that was a little dark. I mean, you would think it would be with maybe a friend of the family to do the skit with the parents right by their side because you don't want to set that precedent like – inside the child's mind. <laughs> like I don't know. Having, right? Having that visualization of your parent doing that? Yeah, I'd be scared AF if I was Tweak's age. Then my dad opens the door and bang. I would probably shit myself. Right? <laughs> oh my God. So with Tweak now on high alert, he's like stumbling through the town and you know people are like he's seeing other people and having hallucinations of other strangers who might be walking by or talking to him and he's like, don't talk to me. And he's freaking out, right? But then it gets this is pretty fucked up. He's while walking near the train track, he encounters a paralyzed person, right? From the neck down. And the guy's like, Oh, thank God you came around, kid. You see, I ran what? out of batteries and I'm paralyzed from the waist down. Well, as you can see, it ended up in a bad situation. And then and then Tweak is like, Ah, I can't talk to you. And he's like, Look, this is how I move with my mouth, and it's not working. <laughs> that poor guy, you know. Oh, hey, kid. Oh, thank God you happened by. My- my chair ran out of juice right on these train tracks. If you hadn't have shown up, well, well, anyway, could you give me a push? Uh-uh. 
No, no, you don't understand. I'm, I'm paralyzed from the neck down. I push the chair with this device in front of my mouth, but it's, it's not working. So you see- I'm not supposed to talk to you. Please, this, this isn't funny, kid. You have to help me. But it could be a trick. <laughs> it's hit by a train. Uh, that's a pretty good trick. It's a pretty good trick. Fucked up. <laughs> Fucked up. That's a pretty good trick. Well, he can only do that trick once. <sighs> Poor Tweak is put in a situation after situation here. This is the trials of Tweak, right? Because then we get the next following night. We got the ghost of human kindness who appears in Tweak's <laughs> Jesus. And he takes them through town to show them that there are still friendly people out to help each other in the town. He goes to a, a different family who does like, oh, it's a woman who has time to, you know, donate her uh, time in the community and be a parent. And this other kid is doing this and, you know, good, good natured stories, right? Good Samaritans. Good Samaritan stories. So at the end of this, he asks Tweak, now, do you think you can trust people in the Ghost of Human, and Tweak's like, okay, maybe. And then Ghost of Human kindness is like, okay, now get in the back of my van. <laughs> and then Human Tweak's like, what? Get in the back of your van. And then all of a sudden, it turned out, as the cops showed up, that he's a child abductor called Frederick Johnson. And he is arrested just before he can lure Tweak into the van. Are you starting to understand, boy? I think so. You mean that even though all the news is about murderers and abductors, those kind of people only make up a very small part of the world. That's right, lad. So do you think you can learn to trust people now? I'll try. Good. Then why don't you get into the back of my van and I'll drive you home. Your van? <laughs> All right, Johnson, give it up! Damn, 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 damn! Oh, I was so close! What the hell is going on? Tweak, Tweak, are you okay? Did he hurt you, son? Then we aren't too late. His name is Frederick Johnson. He's been abducting children by dressing up like the ghost of human kindness for over a year now. And I would have gotten away with it again if it weren't for you meddling policemen. Uh, a little Scooby oh, reference there for you. That's hilarious. But yes, he, get, he, he gets taken away. So now the parents are obviously on super high alert. I don't have the next clip here, but the parents all do come out and they're all like, what's going on? They're like, the, the, the tweak boy was almost uh, kidnapped. It was actually assaulted, almost abducted. <laughs> so they go to the mayor and they're like, you know, doing their rabble. Rabble, rabble. This is probably the first appearance of the rabble, I believe. Rabble, 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 rabble. Like, wait, what? And then the mayor's like, well, what do you want me to do? We don't know. Rabble, 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 rabble. So she goes, people, you can't just sit out here rabbling. It's not going to, it's not going to like, you know, fix anything. So they come up with an idea. The idea is that they're going to get the owner of CityWalk, Tulung Kim, to build a wall around the city similar to the Great Wall of China. And before that as well, the kids are also going to, you know, they're going to get some new child trackers here, Scoop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. New child tracker. Child tracker? It's a little electronic <laughs> that can tell us where you are anywhere on Earth. If anybody takes you, we'll be able to locate your exact location within two meters. There, I think that's got it. Dude, no way. I'm not wearing child tracker. You can barely even tell you have one on. I'm not going to fool like this. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about that. I wouldn't worry about that. So weak. So weak. So weak, dude. So weak, dude. And then, of course, in the rest of that uh, scene there, Kyle ends up telling Twig, God damn it, Twig, why'd you have to go and get child abducted? <laughs> mm -hmm. Fucking Twig's fault. 
it is kind of Tweak's fault in this case. Avoid keeping countering individuals, Scoob, that are not a great fit for their group. Nope. Previous episode, we had Bebe's boobs try to destroy the world. Mm-hmm. In the prior episode, we had Free Hat with Tweak, um, who didn't pull the trigger on the, la- the grenade launcher and blow up George Lucas and Steven Spielberg when he had the chance. That episode bothers me because they come back later. George Lucas and Steven Spielberg, which kind of was just, uh, I don't like that episode. They come back and that's because they got to rape Indiana some more. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, he's almost finished now. Uh, that being uh, the Mr. Too Long, I'm sorry, Mr. Too Long is offended, I'm sorry, by the people of South Park thinking that just because he's a Chinese that he could build an enormous wall around town, single-handedly. But after an impassioned speech by Randy, Mr. Kim reluctantly agrees and does start to build the wall. But as you mentioned at the top of the show, I'm not a stereotype, okay? I eat a rice just like the rest of you people. <laughs> to design and build a great wall all around the city. I thought build wall. I just own a <laughs> We just think that you're the best person to put up a wall. We're sure you've got it in your blood. Oh, I get it. Just because I'm Chinese, you think I build a wall? That bullshit. <laughs> because I'm Chinese, doesn't mean I go around building wall. I'm just a normal person like all you. I eat rice and I drive a really slow, just like the rest of you. Francis <laughs> <laughs> just put up a great wall that kept Mongolians out for thousands of years. We know you can do it for us. I just drive a slow like the rest of you. I'm a regular person. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, Mr. Kim, you were funny. Uh, so now Mr. Kim starts building his wall. He's all, you know, putting all the work in. You can see that he built this giant, enormous looking Great Wall of China around the South Park. He's almost finished when a band of Mongolians appear out of nowhere and start attacking the wall. Mr. Kim drives them off by throwing bricks and proceeds to finish the wall while wondering why, whenever Chinese people build a wall, Mongolians want to try and knock it down. Hey! Hey, hey! Hey, what the hell are you doing? Mongolian! Mongolian doing here? Hey, fuck you, Mongolian! Don't you break down my wall? Yeah, yeah! You Mongolian! Damn it, Mongolian! God damn it, how come every time us Chinese put up a wall, stupid Mongolians have to come and knock it down? <laughs> I don't know why, but every time Trey or Matt, whoever's voicing, whenever they just put a lot of emphasis on using the F word, it always gets me. Hey, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> fuck are you, guy? Fuck are you? Hey, fuck you. <laughs> like, hey, they do a really good job of emphasizing. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh, man. So not not done. The Mongolians soon return some more. But when they arrive, Mr. King arrives to drive them off again. But this time he only finds their hats and cloaks propped up on branches and a date recorder playing battle sounds. While the Mongolians are actually back on the other side where Mr. Kim was before, they break off their tack, but only after putting a large hole in the wall once more. It's those goddamn Mongolian again! Stop! Stop right there, Mongolian! <laughs> God damn it, stop! Stop breaking down my city wall, you stupid Mongolian! 
Where's stupid monk going? What the hell? Oh, shit! Now he's running back. Oh, God damn, I'm going! I can't get you! Get my going! Stop breaking my... <laughs> You Mongolian! Dr. Rostar, you gonna break down my shitty wall? You hear me, Mongolian? <laughs> God damn, come on, Golians. Well, the wall is created. Now that the wall has taken effect, nobody can enter South Park, Scoop. Not even the opposing team from the boys' baseball team. Mm-hmm. So they're game if you will they're gonna end up playing against themselves here <laughs> stupid so, go ahead that that's kind of like you know like we we talk the media getting a hold of everybody and letting them know you know what i mean like the i don't i don't know how to explain it no, that's but that's basically like today you know where the republicans and the democrats just sling mud at each other and make people believe it yeah, I had to unfollow a couple people just today, even on 9-11, just because it was like they were trying to politicize something. I was just like, bro, really? Like, all right, I'm going to unfollow you for a little bit because, like, I'm, you know, I don't really need to read your nonsense going into political stuff when it could just be a day about, like, thinking about the people who died. Not yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. Grandstanding about, well, Joe Biden pulled out of Afghanistan so the blood is now on his hands and the people died in vain. Yeah. Yeah, because he started that. Or, yeah. Right, he was the first one to send people over there. All of a sudden, it's it all hasn't been going on for decades. Like when which basically means every administration is at fault. So it's like ridiculous. Anyway, people using it to politically grandstand. But Mr. Kim, in the meantime, builds himself a homemade missile launcher. Uh, after this, uh, but before we get there, the boys, as I mentioned, are going to play some baseball by themselves. All right, cows, we're going to go out there and we're going to give them hell. But wait, where's the other team? There is no other team. Huh? Well, we put a wall around the city to keep outsiders out. You don't think we want a bunch of strangers coming in and play ball, do you? But if there's no other team, there won't be any fun. Don't worry, it'll still be fun for us. Stan's looking around like, okay, I guess. shit so yeah they're playing against nobody there and as you heard stand through a strike to nobody it was just cartman sitting behind the plate catching the ball <laughs> so mr kim now he builds himself a homemade missile launcher to fire heat seeking missiles at the mongolians they soon show up brandishing a baseball and mr kim fires it and the mongolians simply light the baseball on fire and uh throw it at the wall causing the missile to make a round trip and put another huge hole in the wall. Again, the Mongolians ride off laughing. And when the news reports that the most children know they're abductors, the parents start to distrust each other as well. And this comes at a location called Crunchy Cheese or whatever it is. Cr crunchy Cheese. It's, it's a parody of Chuck E. Cheese. Where <laughs> feed my pizza? Like, right, exactly. So in this clip here, they're eating, and then like all the parents freak out, and Stan doesn't get to finish his goddamn pizza. Quiet, everybody. And this newest study reveals more about child abductions than we apparently knew before, Tom. 
Turn it up. That's right, Chris. This newest study shows that the majority of child abductions are not committed by strangers, but by somebody the child knows in their own town. The report further states that it is because the child trusts the individual that problems occur in the first place. Well, I guess this means the enemy is in our own backyard, so to speak. Sure does, Tom. All right, thanks, Chris. Is the weather going to turn sad? Well, if you'll excuse us, I think we'll be going now. Yeah, I think we'll be oh, going. Wow. Yeah. Stanley, time for us to get back to the house. I'm not done with my pizza. Now, Stanley! I'm <laughs> <laughs> not done with my pizza. Like, at that point, everybody was less seemed to vacate except for him and Carmen, because Carmen's still sitting there eating his pizza, of course. Um, I don't think Leanne would have taken Stan. So I think, you know, could have let Stan finish his fucking pizza. <laughs> Like a big deal to me. I don't know. Well, 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 this continues to come on. We probably get one of the best parts here in this episode with Mr. Kim as uh, he's, you know, formulating a new scheme to pour sticky, sweet and sour sauce pork all over the attacking Mongolians. Trojan horse, for those underwear, you can go back and look at your history of the Trojans. They gift wrapped with a pink ribbon, sent a giant horse made out of wood wheeled up to the city gates. Mr. Kim, of course, sees to the ruse and goes, oh, my God, a Trojan horse. Wow, so awesome. Let's go open it. So he opens up the bottom of the Trojan horse, thinking that Mongolians are going to jump out and attack, just as they did in the historical, you know, attack itself. And uh, unfortunately for him, when he opens the horse, he finds himself stuck in his own trap as the Mongolians have cleverly filled the horse with pork sauce of their own. Ah, <laughs> sweet and sour chicken. Oh, no, sweet and sour pork. Mongolian Trojan horse. Gee, what a surprise. I guess Mongolians aren't such crappy, smelly people after all. Yeah. <laughs> great. Hey. Wow. Yeah, what a great present. I just kind of push it inside the gate and show it to all my friends. Ah, oh, sweet and sour pork. Oh, man. So after they break another hole in the wall, Mr. Kim is freed by a hungry dog. Like a dog comes by. He's like, hey, dog. Hey, dog. Lick the sweet sour sauce. And then the dog starts like, good dog. Good dog. Good Uh, dog. Right. So uh, following that now, the kids are kind of pissed because the parents now thinking that the abductors could be someone you know start kind of like helicopter pairing their kids, right? They mm-hmm. basically follow them everywhere. And as well as Mr. Mackey even experiences this in the class as they're accompanying children everywhere, including to school. So let's take a listen to this clip as uh, I like the beginning of this with Kyle and Cartman's different dialogue. Just act like we're not here. Dude, this is worse than Child Tracker. It's okay, boys. Just act as if we weren't here. Right. Do what you normally would do. You're such a fat ass, Cartman. These are not stupid Jews. What the fuck? What the what, what? Well, who can tell me what year the first moon landing took place? Uh, how about you, Clad? No helping. Okay, I'm not really sure having all the parents here is a good idea, okay? Well, maybe it would be better if we can mm-hmm. trust people like the Stotches. Us? Your family's always been the shifty-eyed ones. Oh, yeah? Uh, don't yeah. touch yeah. my yeah. Oh, this is too much to take. Mom, Dad, could you please leave me alone? We just want to make sure nobody hurts you, Junior. Okay. 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 
Okay. In the last episode, <laughs> me and Joe just reviewed the baby's boobs at the end. <laughs> when all the boys like get back, they're like, hey, man, I'm so sorry we fought over a girl. We'll never let boobs come together. <laughs> Mr. Mac- and then Wendy walks in with the big old titties. Right. But I was going to say, Mr. Mac goes, oh, that's so sweet. I'm good. <laughs> what? What stupid bitch? Fucking <laughs> Carmen. That's that Wendy. That's how that episode ends. And if you want to hear that review, go back and check it out on Suck My Balls feed. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Suck My Balls Pod. So a few days later, after a news report stating that the parents are most likely now to abduct their own children, the parents send the kids out to town to live on their own, Scoop, fearing that they will abduct their own children despite the fact that they obviously love them dearly. But after we play this clip, I want to get more into what you kind of alluded to earlier about the media here. Where are we supposed to go? We can't tell you because we can't know where you are. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> go on, kids. Go. Go and don't look back. <laughs> Bye, kids. We'll Jesus Christ. Get you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, sometimes I think our parents are really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the horn always gets me, though, with Mr. Stuff. Yeah. Mm. The horn. Mm. Oh, you know, uh, there was something I forgot to – I did cut out. Um, there's a part in the classroom with the helicopter kids, helicopter parents, and Mr. Mackey. If you, uh, I kind of cut it out there. You kind of heard it. or No, I did, I did let it play. Well, maybe if uh, the school wasn't uh, – maybe we could trust the people around us like the Stotches – and nobody really jumped on the statues for being like, yeah, you tried to kill your kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe that's why they were saying they can't trust the statues. Mm, exactly. That's 100%. Without, yeah. Without alluding to it, they allude to it. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Well, we talked about the media and basically what it leads here is the parents end up kicking the kids out of town. Randy, here's a, here's enough money stand to last you for the next three years. And, uh, <laughs> Imagine, imagine being like nine or ten and your dad giving you like 30 40 grand and being like all right well enjoy the next three years and you're like what <laughs> um okay i you know what if i was eight or if i had if i was 10 no i was 12 years old and someone gave me 40 grand i would have known what to do with that i'd be like dude fuck this place i'm getting out of here right like i'm gone boys so but the media here really perpetuates the notion that child abduction is so bad that even the parents now are at risk of participating in said act. And the parents are so manipulated by the media that they're willing to obey and listen to people on the news forecast and the talking heads. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of pretty prevalent right now. I agree. I think it's kind of a thing now. Yeah. People live and die at times. I'm not saying everybody, but you know, percentages of economies in different countries follow to a T what specific reporters say, maybe what your congregation says of your religion, maybe what it says of your corporation as a company. People just kind of fall in line without really even – I don't want to say question because when you say question, people are like, oh, why well, you got a question? Well, do your research then. You know, if you don't want to say question and, and you know, educate yourself. People don't want to educate themselves on the possible risks 
of aligning with said co companies and religions and people and nations and religious political parties and news broadcasts. And it's very confusing world we live in when you believe, hey, there's some of the, you know, the law is saying this, or there was reports that came out from multiple sources that say this and people just go, no, that's fake. That's, that's not real. That's you're wrong. My, my report says something else. I'm like, yeah, but your report does not back by science or facts. It's just backed by opinions. And there's a lot of opinions out there. Everyone's got them. They're like assholes. Right. So it's just a very weird time. And then the, the parents definitely take it to the extreme here. Now, as we mentioned there, you know, now that they're kicked out a few days later, the parents are kind of like sitting, like Randy and Sharon sitting like by the fire, how their children are doing. And I, I really just hope he's okay. And Randy's like, you know, he's probably out there living his wheelchair, you know, making the best of it. And, you know, he's probably long gone and away from here. And then they immediately cut over and children are shown to be, I guess, maybe after the, they join the fruits of their hunt. They have joined the Mongolians sitting, sitting around campfire enjoying meat on the bone, dressed in fur, silk armor, and helmets. And apparently they are all now, after three or four days, able to speak fluent Mongolian. Though there, of course, are no subtitles. Do you really think we did the right thing, Randy? Sending all the young kids in town off to live on their own? Sweetheart, you saw the news. I know. Don't you worry. I'm sure that Stan and all the other kids are somewhere safe, off in a whole new city by now, making a new life for themselves. They're just speaking a dead language at this point, right? Yep, just um, a dead language. The Mongolians then move on the wall again where Mr. Kim is dressed for battle. He then does his war dance. But while doing so, the children wheel a large cart filled with explosives, dynamite, TNT behind him, and they blow up the wall. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? I heard an explosion. Goddamn Mongolians attack the city wall again. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are they doing here? Rabble, rabble, rabble. Wait a minute. Those Mongolians are our children. I, Kyle? My son has become a Mongolian? No! No! <laughs> My son has become a Mongolian. At least your son didn't become homeless. Like, you know, he got into a nice you know, community. It was about, you know, food and hunting and survival. I mean, the kids learned a brand new language. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty cool. You like, know? A, like a little camp, you know? Nobody wants to talk about how they learned. Yeah, like you said, they learned a new fucking language, which, I mean, is not easy to do. Oh. Well, after that, the parents, as we mentioned, arrived to investigate the explosion, and they reunite with the children. Jesus. <laughs> and the way they talk to their kids, they're like, you know, remember us. We are your parents. And Randy Remember. Randy tries to fucking speak some fucking Mongolian here. This might be a little bit, it might be a little bit longer in clip. I think like 40, 50 seconds. So enjoy. Kids. Don't you remember us? Wait, wait. I learned some Mongolian in college. Uh, let's see. Uh, kids, bikute, uh, bisanak kute, ta tasabara. Oh God, our pants are so stupid, dude. We are your parents. You used to live here with us. Yeah, it was like four days ago. 
they're starting to remember. Stan. Your name is Stan. Fuck. That's it. Remember, son. Remember. So stupid. So stupid. Oh, man. So now the mayor, of course, McDaniels, uh, they're kind of all having this revelation. And Randy goes to a little speech and says, uh, well, actually, one guy goes, I think uh, the human, the act of human kindness was right. And then <laughs> just, I just like, oh, what do you mean? The part about being kind and trusting people or the part about abducting children? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, well, no, no, the part about being nice and human kindness to people. And then uh, Randy's all like, no, I actually, I think we need to thank the Mongolians. The Mongolians were tearing down the wall by showing us that uh, people don't come together by tearing down the wall. They come together after. Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. He says they don't come together by building a wall. He said tearing it down. Right, exactly. So the episode then ends now with Stan complaining about the stupidity of his parents to Kyle as the parents are like, let's go home, everybody. You know who was right all along? The Mongolians. They knew that you can't just wall yourself off from the outside world. Putting walls up never helps anything. Tearing them down brings us together. Better not say what I think you're going to say. Mr. Luke Him, tear down this wall. Oh, God, I hate this whole shitty. Randy, can we just take our son home now? Yes, kids, with us. Now come home. Home. Oh, Jesus Christ! They've done some stupid crap before. Jesus Christ! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's how this episode ends. So, guys, we'll be right back with a quick word from our sponsor, the Big Boys Club. We'll be right back. So, we just want to take this time out to recognize our sponsor, the Big Boys Club. BigBoysClub.com provides you with all of the sickest apparel available for all your cannabis-related merchandise representation needs. My boy here, Ian. Back. How you doing, dude? I mean, he's baked. We're baked. Yeah, just chilling. You know, Big Boys Club. Man, I mean, I wear. They've got some sick ass merch, dude. Like hats. Yeah, I just ordered the big mystery box with the hat, the oh, t-shirt. I'm jealous. And the sticker. Like oh, with the uh, using our coupon, it brought it down to forty-seven, baby. Oh my god! Go to suck my balls mod code if you enter that in at bigboysclub.com. Put that in their coupon code. Is what I was gonna say on the payment page. Yes. Or a little bait. We want you to be baked with us. Join the club. BigBoysClub.com. Not just a brand. It's a lifestyle. Stupid. And we're back. Thank you once again to our sponsor there, the Big Boys Club. You can use the code SUCKMYBALLSPOD at checkout, and you'll save 20% off your order. Big Boys, not just a brand, it's a lifestyle. As well as, uh, of course, shout out to our sponsors provided by Spreaker. If you'd like to start your own podcast, check out Spreaker.com. They're all the tools necessary and neat things you need to start your own podcast and get monetized. And to viewers and listeners just like yourself, that's the reason why we continue to upgrade our space. So thank you to Spreaker. Thank you to the listener. Ian. Yo. It's been a while since I said this, but are you ready to read some trivia? Yes, sir. All right. Take it away, buddy. All right. Despite still having kids other than Kenny, the McCormicks are not in the crowd. 
Randy and Sharon also do not send Shelly away with her brother, Stan. Oh, shit, that's right. I didn't even notice that. They kind of try to cover it a little bit later when Sharon says, was it a good idea to let all the younger kids go? So maybe uh, Shelly had be 11 or 12 had reached that age where she wasn't considered like, I don't at know. At risk. At risk in that regard. She was already at risk as a female, right? So right. Like, yeah, we're not going to send you away. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is the last episode to feature Tweak, Tweak as Kenny's replacement. That's correct. Whistling Willies is referred to as crusty, crusty crotches. <laughs> In this episode, crotch. it took me a second. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, come on down to crusty crotches. <sighs> when the parents follow the children to school, Timmy's parents are nowhere to be seen. Right. Huh. I don't have they introduced them yet. I think we've seen them. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Janet! <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for the trivia. Nice. What about break down the pop culture and continue? Take it away. Fire away. The Ghost of Human Kindness is combined parody of the Ghost of Christmas Present from A Christmas Carol and the Child Catcher from Sh- Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Wow. I see. I've, I, it's been a long time since I've seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Yeah. It's 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 been at least 15, 20 years, maybe. <sighs> And you have a kid. It's not even a movie you pulled out. You were like, hey, let's watch this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It, it wasn't even a thing. Uh, when the ghost of human kindness gets arrested, he says, I would have gotten away with it again if it weren't for those meddling policemen. Semi-quoting the calmly said line from Scooby-Doo. Stupid Scooby. When too long t- Tuong Lu Kim pulls out his heat seeker, he says, say hello to my real friend. This is a reference to Scarface, as if anybody could tell. (laughs) The sound effects used when the Mongolians are attacking the city wall are the same sound used when the swordsmen attacking buildings and walls in Age of Empires 2. The type of attacking on the walls is the same as Age of Empires 2 and other RTS games. Buildings can be destroyed by blade instead of siege weapons. Yep. I remember the game Age of Empires back in the day. Yeah, me too. That's back in it's the day. now mobile game, which is like one of those fucking, you know, micro payment type games and shit. They say it's free to play, but, you know, you can only play it for a couple hours unless you want to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of those games. The mayor commanding Lou Kim to tear down this wall is a reference to Ronald Reagan's challenge to Mikhail Gorbachev. Yep. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Yeah. Some of the Mongolian dialogue in the show is actual Mongolian. In the scenes by the campfire, Stan says, I'm eight years old. And one of the Mongolians responds with, really? You can understand me? And Tweak says, what time is it? In the final scene, Randy says, Bakutai. Bikute. Bikute. I have a son. <laughs> Bikute. <laughs> Fuck. That's actually pretty funny. Crust E. Crotches is a reference to Chuck E. Cheese. Did you ever take your daughter to Chuck E. Cheese when she was growing up? No. No. I went there once when I was younger and just didn't like it. I had a creepy vibe. The pizza sucked. Just wasn't a good time for me, you know. Took your kid to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. uh, We went to Gaddy Town. I was the fucking king of the ski ball machine at Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, let's go. 
Let's go. So next time we're together, we're going ski ball. Because the fuck, well, I don't know. You also have to have specific parameters, but I, even though I know the fucking uh, like angle to exactly throw the ball, there also has to be a specific net because I need that bounce. If I can't uh, get bounce off the net, then I have to throw the ball harder. And then sometimes those people get mad if you throw the ball kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, but yeah, I mean, like Dave and Buster's, I've, I was pretty good at. I've done some Dave and Buster's, you know. But yeah, Chuck E. Cheese, bro. When I was a kid, I'd go in there and I'd sit there and I'd wait. Parents were like, aren't you going to play games? I'm like, I am. And I would just sit there because every time you put a token in the Chuck E. Cheese ski ball machine, it just the tickets would add up. So I would just sit there, watch the counter until we get to like five, six hundred tickets, roll up, drop the jackpot, boom, grab the tickets. I'm like, all right, I got six hundred tickets, bitch. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go fucking buy this thing. Blah blah blah. Go ahead. That's the last thing here. Love the that. Mongolians using a giant horse to fool Tuang Lu Kim is a reference to the Trojan horse used by the Greeks during the War of Troy to infiltrate the Trojans' base. That's right. And that's it for the pop culture. Let's take it away with the continuity, baby. Yeah, just a couple of last things here. As we mentioned, the crowd noise, rabble, 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 was first used, I apologize, in Red Hot Catholic Love. So that was a couple of episodes <laughs> back. <laughs> that's right. Catholic love The Gogomax The Gogomax vagina is three feet wide And has racist hurricane Do you really expect us to have sex with that? Jesus And then of course the last thing here Mr. Mackey is teaching the class Which is a position that he just got elected into In last week's review last On the last prior episode Baby's boobs destroy society That's your continuity So let's start with some top, top likes What would you like about this episode Ian? I got uh, the Trojan horse. I thought it was pretty funny with the with the sweet and sour pork falling out. I thought that was – or no, it was beef. Sorry, sweet and sour beef. No. It was pork. It was pork. All right. Uh, the shitty wall. Shitty wall. You damn Mongolians always coming to break up my shitty wall. Right. Why is it whenever a tiny man build a wall, the Mongolian come and wreck it down? Right. And then, of course, Stan's remarks at the end, dude, our parents are stupid. Yep. And I would say my only other top, like, you know, there wasn't a lot other than the Mongolian stuff. There wasn't like too much funny stuff. I mean, the parents, the idiocracy of them and being stupid, I guess, is supposed to be funny. Um, I didn't necessarily find it too funny because I just thought it was so over the top. Like Mm -hmm. parents would never really the whole town would never send their children out to live by themselves. (laughs) Agree 100 percent. So that I get it's supposed to be over the top and like ridiculous and that's what's supposed to make it funny, but I didn't necessarily find it too comical. Yeah, same. Most of the stuff you listed were in my top likes. As far as disliking the episode, I'll let you get into your your explanation here in just a moment. But I would have to say that the overall arc of this episode, this whole episode, is pretty much forgettable. Yeah. This is a filler episode for sure. And I'm not uh, like last week. Me and Joe were talking about the baby's boobs destroyed the world. And we were like, well, while this was kind of a filler episode too, there also was some things to take away with Randy's speech to Stan about breasts, which we thought was a really good speech he delivers to Stan. And then the notion that Stan doesn't invite Wendy with him to throw rocks at cars, which will ultimately probably be the catalyst for why she breaks up with them, right? Like that's the last straw. That's the last straw. You're like my girlfriend, dude. You know, Wendy's just cool. Wendy's just cool, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, that, so there was something to take away from that last one, even if it was being a filler. With this one, there really is nothing to take away. I mean, yes, Mr. Yep. Kim gets his own episode, and we find out more about him, but 
it's kind of a throwaway, stupid episode. I mean, would you agree or disagree? I would agree. Like I have 90% of this episode in my top dislike. Like you're saying, it's forgettable. We don't really have anything that we can take away. No new development in any character story arcs, nothing that like, yeah, it's totally forgettable. There's like three or four points where you're actually like, (laughs) that's funny. But then it immediately gets killed by the next scene because of something so stupid. Yeah, and I, and I think that you know maybe in the prior episode, me and you know Joe also mentioned that while we thought the episode was good, it wasn't ha ha funny. I think right. South Park at times does a good job of doing both, where the episode itself means something and it's funny. And I'll go back to the prior episode or two episodes prior to that. So a month ago, Red Hot Catholic Love, that one had some context where you do learn about the priest. They were talking about the Christianity and how bad that is. But also at the same time, there was, love right, there was some really funny shit in that whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Randy freaking out in church and shit. So like, there's some really funny stuff in that episode itself. So I think mm-hmm. that they can, they have the ability and they continue to show they have the ability to write good, you know, stories that are, you know, impactful and have some continuity within their show as well as be comical and funny. Cause you want to walk away from it going, man, that was a hilarious episode of South Park. Yeah, and there's like zero continuity that is referenced to this episode ever again either. So all, all we really had was the rabble, 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 and Mr. Mackey in the class. Yeah, I mean, so, really, really, I mean, I didn't put this in the trivia, but I mean, you've got like what the first lines of Mr. Mackey's parents here in this in this episode. So I mean, that's really, yeah. I guess, what we take away as far as some new characters. But that's about it. Um, yeah, so. and I don't think we ever see them again either. So. We might see him again a little bit later, I believe, and some other stuff. But uh, oh, I guess we'll we'll go down that road when we get there, Scoop. We're we're done. That's that's it. That's that's gonna, it. That's gonna do it for another edition of. Suck my balls, suck my balls, my balls, my balls, suck and I, of course, am your host on the scene, where the air is clean, green, and I'm lighting up that green. <laughs> your boy, <laughs> MSG. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at Matthew underscore Schaffer. You can follow us at South Park Pod on Facebook and Suck My Balls Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Send us your email. Gmail. Send it to us. Suck My Balls Pod at Gmail. Dot com. Scoop, last week I told Joe, instead of doing the whole traditional thing, you know, like people get to the milestone of like, oh, we did it. We got to 100 episodes. I was like, you know what? We're going to do it. Our milestone's going to be 111. We I like it. 111 episodes. That's when we're going to do with a whole like people sending their stuff and they congratulate you. You guys made it to. Yeah, we'll do that at 111. All right. 111. Anything else you'd like to share with the audience before we wrap up today? Scoop. Scoop? Yep, that's it. That's it. All right, well, guys, that's going to do it for another edition. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Everyone <laughs> sit down and shut the fuck up! God damn it! Stupid-ass man!
Better. He can't ignore all his better. 